Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There he is. How's it going? It's going good, man. It's the uh, first time I've done this. It's actually cool. <laughs> yeah, not bad, right? This first time I, di I did it was like about a week ago. And now we did it a few times. Awesome. How are you doing? How have you, have you been? Staying safe? Oh, yeah. We're, we're keeping busy. Staying at home. I've cleaned out my garage. Cleaned out my office. I don't know what I'm cleaning next. But we'll figure something out. <laughs> doing some of the chores that you mentioned for a while? Am I on like a, do I have like a, like, like a filter or something on? Why are no. their hearts going? Uh, no heart. Was that just people putting stuff up? But yeah, the hearts just mean people are happy. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. I was going to say, right, if go you had, had bunny ears, then you could be concerned. You don't. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're good. No ears yet. I, I saw you kicking the crap out of your heavy bag. That was awesome today. Oh yeah, we're having a little fun with it. Uh, but yeah, so I got, I got it all, all set up. We got all my workouts here, so we're, we can still work out. So stay in the shape. Yeah, we're getting back in shape. Actually, for me, I'm coming off of you know two surgeries, and, and it's been it's a, kind of been a good time to start getting easing back into getting getting workouts in. Yeah, yeah. You get healthy again? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm clear to do everything now. So. I had a neck surgery and a knee surgery. You know, just wear and tear. Everyone's like, oh, man, what happened? I'm like, I, I beat myself up for about 30, 40 years. So, you know, it, it happens. It, it takes its toll after a while, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. So what were you doing for, like, rehab? Did they give you exercises for rehab, what you should, have been, what you should be doing? You know, they didn't, they didn't give me a lot of specific stuff. They kind of let me do my own thing. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and, you know, it's just coming off of, you know, just coming back from it was was really easy. I, I went to, I went to therapy, went to you know the basic stuff, making sure I got my motion right away, making sure, you know, making doing the, the stuff that, making sure you keep your flexibility and keep keep motion, keep working. Sure. But uh, but uh, yeah, just uh, I was trying to do everything right, do it and take take time, not 
big thing for me is not jumping back into it too fast. Because, you know, yeah. I just want to, once we get going, I'm just like, oh, okay, let's go. But, you know, your body <laughs> hasn't been going that way for a while, so you need to build it back up and get it ready to go. That's what it is. And as, a, as a former college wrestler myself, too, anytime I get back on the mat, I try to go at the same pace I used to. And it's like, no, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even back when I was training, when I was fighting, you know, I said, oh, yeah, I take off time after the, but, you know, after a fight, but you really never took any time off. I was back in the gym next week. I just, the time off meant I wasn't training me for a fight. I was training, training with Glover or Texero, or I was training with Scott Light, he was kickboxing. You know, I was, I was helping them get ready for fights. Um, yeah. Not, you know, so you're always in the gym. You're, you know, taking, taking time off was, at that time, was basically just you weren't focused on you getting ready for a fight. Did that help maybe, like, keep you refreshed so it wasn't, like, burning yourself out? Because long career, right, doing it for a very long time. So it's – how do you well, keep you – know, I, I, lo I love what I did. You know, that's one of the biggest things. I, I love doing it. But then, uh, you know, going in and, and I, I love going to the gym. I love working with guys. I like, you know, I like helping other guys out. I like, you know, they help me out. They help me get where I was at. They help me get ready for my fights. I like to be there to help them get ready for their fights. And, uh, and I enjoy the time. Yeah, I mean, just hanging out with the guys, you know, you know, busting each other's balls and having, having a good time with it. You know, that's we it. Hard times. Yeah. Yeah. We always talk so much about mindset. We th what kind of things did you do to like stay relaxed and to keep yourself focused? Because of course there's a lot of pressure and you could get hurt in your sport. So what, what kind of things did you tell yourself well, to stay calm and everything? I, I mean, the biggest thing for me was I needed to feel like I was going into a fight prepared. I needed to feel like I did everything I was supposed to do leading up to the fight. And I was always known for being so relaxed before a fight. Um, and I was always, I, I was always, and I was, I was calm. I, I mean, my, my training and getting, being nervous and getting more worked up and worrying about and getting, getting, getting fired up ended that last day of training. Yeah. A week before the fight, really the last real day of training a week before the fight was that was like, okay, I'm done. Now I relax. Cause now yeah. all we have left, we got to go keep, stay, stay, stay loose, make weight and win a fight go out and fight yeah. go out and have some fun and, I, and the fight was a reward for me you know the training That's was a hard part the fight was a reward so i'm going out there now all i got left is to have the reward so what's there to worry about and i i was always a good like test taker you know coming growing up i always because i'd study 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 but as soon as i the, the, i had to close the books and open the test i relaxed because there's there's nothing left to do worrying about getting it right or not, it's not going to help you any. So why do yeah. it? And that's kind of how I feel about fighting. I worrying about it now. I, once I finish, close the books on my training, Yeah, I, there's nothing I can do. You know, I still go over the, over the stuff in my head. I still keep my stuff fresh, but I, I'm, I'm ready. I've, I've been working on it for 10, 12 weeks. I know what I'm doing. I know who I'm fighting. I know my game plan. I know I'm in shape. I know I got ready. I know I'm sharp. Um, there's nothing to worry about, really. That's it's not overthinking, over seeing there being no nervous and worrying about it all. For me, and, and, and this isn't for everybody. Some people they, they need that feeling, you know. But for me, I just that was allowed me to relax, and I'm not gonna waste energy being all tied up and bound. And you know, oh man, is this gonna happen? What if this happens? What if that happens? 
I, I've been through it all. I'm ready. And I just relax. In, in my observations watching you fight, because I try to look at the fighter, I try to get in their head, see what the, what's going on there. My observations of you, correct me if I'm wrong, it seemed like you were very much in the present moment. Like the awareness was there. You're in the present. It didn't seem like you were thinking about the outcome of the fight or what happened before. It seemed like you were right there. I mean, did you feel like that? And, and what helped you? Yeah, that? I, I, that's, that's, a, that's a good way of putting it. I, I was always right there trying to set you up. I was so concentrated on worrying about how was I was going to help reading what you're doing, how I can get you to do something I want you to do, react to something, I, a fake that I do or, or a combination. You got, I get used to a combination and then get you yeah. to, to react to it a certain way. And then, yeah. then I change it up so I can land something I need to and it can end the fight. Um, so I was always so concentrated on that. I wasn't worried about outcomes or what, yeah. what's going to happen next. Or, you know, I, I'm not, I'm too busy fighting and, and, and yeah. trying to, to pick apart a guy who's usually, most of the guys I fought were really good guys. So I'm trying to pick apart some really good fighters. So <laughs> I'm, I'm concentrating on, on what I'm doing in the moment. And that's, you know, and that's one of the things like, well, after I was done fighting, I missed, I figured out that I missed a lot was, you know, there, there's not a lot of time. I get, once a day, I go, you know, spar, go wrestle, go do jujitsu, you know, train with a guy. And that was the only time my brain shuts off and just concentrates on one thing. You know, my, right. my brain's racing a million miles an hour all, all the time about everything and all the different things I'm thinking about. So the only time I actually got to relax, which I was really relaxed, was when I was out there training and fighting because that's all I would just concentrate on. Even when I'm, even when I'm working with a guy that's not real good when I'm sparring, I'm working on, okay, how can I, how can I, how can I make this more difficult for me? How can I, how can I, and, and it's, it's easier to learn some, some of the stuff I, I do. It's easy to pick up those signals guys that aren't as good give you, you know, you don't have to pick on them, but you know, you can pick up, oh, okay, I see it's a little more obvious. So now yeah. you can, once you, once you learn how to read it on him, you can see it on someone bigger, someone better and better and better. I mean, I think, I, you know, funny thing is a Von Flew choke. I don't know if you know what that is, but and it, and it was a Von Flew was a friend of mine. And he really developed that with meatheads at the gym. They were just big muscles, strong guys that wouldn't let go of his head. Yeah. When, he, when they're, you know, and they, just, and he just kind of developed that choke from working with guys that weren't real good. They're real strong guys, but they weren't real good. And so they didn't know that they needed to let go and get out. So they just hold on until they choke themselves out. You know, <laughs> so, so, I mean, but. That's a solid ahead. point you're making right there. Because one of the things we tell our wrestlers, because, you know, all, there's a whole bunch of different teams around the country. And a lot of times, high-level wrestlers in high school especially, the whole team is kind of crummy. And then you have one guy who's a standout. But they're trying to be good on a crummy team. So one of the things we say is find ways to make it difficult for you, even with people you're a lot better than. And you kind of hit on that a little bit. So I wanted to, you said that um, basically, even if someone wasn't as good, you'd find ways to make it hard on yourself. I think that's a key, that's a key. Okay. How did you do that? Find, find ways to make, okay, play games with yourself. Okay, I got to score this way. I can't, I'm not going to score that way. I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? You don't have to tell them. You don't have to embarrass them, you know, you know, yeah. and. You know, but you know, but it's your work. You just work on things. There's things. There's always things you can do better. You can always improve on something, and that you know. And, and if the guy, you got a guy that's halfway decent in front of you, or it can, you know, you can work with. You can work on something. Something new. Yeah. Did, did you ever think 
sometimes where maybe it's like, well, if I try that in practice, what if the guy gets the better of me? And if I don't do my best stuff, and what what if I get into trouble? And like, you know, I, I don't want to lose to someone. Yeah. But that's practice. You got, it, you shouldn't, but the big thing about practice, I mean, I get it. There is some of that in, in gyms and stuff. It's tough. But I mean, that's when, you know, if you go out and you practice, I, you know, I worked with a lot of great guys and that my guys, we we're, we were a family. We worked out and, you know, I, I wasn't, I'm not embarrassed to get caught, caught by someone or get taken down by this guy or, or caught by that guy because they're great and, and they're, and we're working on something. I'm, it's, yeah. you know, I can sit here, I can sit here clothed. I can sit here this, when I was, when I was training, when I was fighting, I could sit there clothed and someone, I could not just defending everything and, and anyone's guard and right. they're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to sweep me. You're not going to, you're not going to get me. You're not, you're just not, you weren't that, but, but you know, it doesn't make, do I learn anything? Does it do anything for me? No, they're not at all. You know, I can sit there and counter and stand up and keep pushing off and just be real, you know, be just a counter fighter. Just don't, don't let them do anything to stand up. Okay. Does that make, does that make me better? No. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I got really good quick at getting off the bottom and learning how to defend things and just by starting I spent most of my time when I first started doing jujitsu learning being in bad putting myself in bad positions and getting out. You know, I I don't you start with guys mount. Yeah. I start with guys. Are you with guys, guys? I started with guys with arm bars. You know, I'd start I'd start in bad positions and just fight my way out. Yeah, so that's and see, people I think are so afraid to lose in practice. Where a lot of times we get in our head like, I never want to get scored on. I never want this guy who I'm better than to get the better of me. So I think that's a really important mindset that you're saying right there, where you're focused on the process and getting better, and not on just not getting scored on, getting caught. You know, yeah, even I if your mean, friends tap after, oh, I got you, I tapped you out. It's like, so what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It is what it is. You guys are gonna give. I'm gonna give you give you a hard time all the time anyway. You know, I, you know, I, and I and don't get me wrong. I've had guys do some crazy stuff where I'm like, I got up, sort of. Hey, all right, you want you want to go like that? That's how you want to do it. Let's go. Let's start from here. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do yeah. it. You know, I mean, the guy's trying to pop your. I mean, roll. You're gonna roll and trying to pop my my knee and an ankle I, that I gave you. We started. You started with the heel hook. Don't just try to pop it from the. You know, I'm, I'm gonna kill you. You know, it's like, but but you know, but you know, most part you gotta you gotta go out there. If you're not learning, if I'm not learning, I'm not, and I'm not getting better. Why am I wasting my time? No, that's that's right, that's right. And then before a fight, would you like to be more relaxed? Did you listen to music? Were there were there any things that you would tell yourself to keep yourself focused and not drifting? Like um, before, you no, know, I, I, it was never, that was never hard for me. I mean, I used to, I play music. I used to laugh. I used to play music. I had put my, I put my iPod, iPod back in the day on, yeah. on, uh, on, on Meg, on, on random and have it just play random songs. It just play random songs. I'd laugh and joke around with my buddies. We'd warm up. And, you know, for me, it was real easy. I mean, that walk out to the cage was pretty much the easiest way to get get your, your mindset on the way out. I, I took a little time to enjoy enjoy walking out. But as you walk into that cage, I mean, you just walking into it for me was just like, okay, I'm focused. Here we go. And like I said, I was ready. I, I was prepared. I've been, everything's been drilled into me. I'm ready to go. I know 
what once once I walk in there, and you know, and I can hear John John in the corner talking, yelling at me, and um, but I I was ready. So I as soon as I turned, as soon as they shut that door, I mean, I was ready to go. That's it. You're like a fish let back in the water. <laughs> That's great. So was there ever a point in your career where you felt like there were certain things you were struggling with mentally and that you were able to overcome, whether it was putting too much pressure on yourself or thinking too much about letting other people down or thinking about past performance? You know, I, honestly, I think, I think that's uh, kind of, I've had a whole, I've done a whole story about it, but uh, um, I, after I'd lost two, the first time I lost two fights in a row in my career, um, I was, I, uh, you know, I I was starting to get that in my head where I was like, hey, you know, man, I don't want to let people down. Like, what is am I slipping? What's going on? This is that. And um, and John actually reached out to um, uh, Tony Robbins and had him come by. See the infomercial, and you're in the infomercial. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, he reached out to Tony Robbins and and asked because John was a big fan and asked him to come out and talk to me and, and at my house and I was like. You know, and I'm, and I honestly, I was like, you know, I, I didn't know, who, I knew him as Banana Hands at the time. I knew him the guy from uh, Shallow How. Yeah. Shallow How. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, so he came in and I, I, I was sitting there on my, like, he came, comes in, I invited my house. He's sitting there talking, I'm sitting on my couch talking to him. I'm on my phone going, uh huh. Yeah. With, it, with my phone, my John's like, slash, what, what are you doing? Like, he came all this way to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Okay, I'm being, I'm not, that's not the right way to treat anybody. I shouldn't be doing this. I, and I probably, I had a chip on my shoulder. Like, I, what do I, I don't need this guy. I'm a, I'm a world champion. I'm this, I'm that. You know, but but then I, I talked with him and, uh, you know, he helped me work through like, it's one of those things. Like, we need to find out what's, you know, everybody has things and what's causing you to, um, you know, what I my job is to figure out what's making what's what, what puts you in a slump, what, right. what's got got you where you got your mind, how you got mind out, and really, you know, and he he actually later he did guided meditation right before the fight, and I went out and that was the last fight I, I won actually was right after that I went out and fought um, the next day and won, but and basically the thing I got out of it was he got me back to wait you enjoy doing this you do this for fun this is what you like to do, go out there and have fun. You know, go out and do your thing. Stop worrying about the outcome. Now, you know, don't get, don't let your mind get worried about what's gonna happen if I lose, what's gonna happen if I win. You know, so don't worry about all that. Get out and just focus on doing what you like. Focus on fighting. Go out there and fight. So, yeah. So, and that's yeah. So. And especially, especially during like a long season where it becomes a grind, guys forget that they want it, that they're having fun. Or once they get to the playoffs or like the championship season, they start to focus too much on winning and they're just trying to get the competition over with instead of being in the present moment and saying, man, I live for this. I like the competition. But then sometimes they get into those, those um, stiff competition and they're thinking like, oh, man, I just want to get it over with or I don't want this tough competition. I wish I had an easier guy. You have to get back. So one of the things we have them do is writing down what do they love about tournaments what do they love about matches what do they love about practice getting back to it because it's easy to forget that when times are tough oh yeah and and it, it is easy i mean it's hard to, you know it, it's the hardest part about i think losing in the beginning uh, the first time i ever lost was you know kickboxing where everyone was uh, 
well, he's the champion, and you know, everyone heard I lost. And then just looking at coming around, looking at your friends, like they're like they don't even want to look at you, right? And you're like, I don't know what to say. You're like, look, I'm fine. I messed up. I'll be back. I'm gonna be better. Don't worry about it. You want to say that to them, but they don't even want. They don't want to say anything bad. So, and and I I I, I see that in people like to have that problem with with you know, fight, like losing, they start worrying about, and then they start worrying about, oh man, I'm letting people down and these people, you know, and how am I going to look, what are they going to think of me and this and that. Hey man, if, if, you know, don't worry about it. And, and and then you got the whole online thing nowadays. People, you know, you, you could be a hero one moment and then in the next day you're, you're, you're the worst guy ever. You never should have, yeah, he was the best. And then you see, you know, that you lose a fight and then all of a sudden, Oh, he can't beat anybody. That guy should have never been there anyway. Yeah, it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember coming up, I, I was fighting, I think, Paul Jones, and they're like, oh, he's he's next for the title and this and that. And then I, I beat him, so I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, they're going to be talking about me for the now. And, ah, Jones wasn't that good anyway. Like, what, wait, what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that's why you can't we tell athletes all the time we make a difference between the predator and the prey mindset a predator animal has their eyes in the front of their head right so they're focused on what they can control the prey animal has their eyes on the side so we say eyes on the front like to hunt eyes on the side like to hide so if you're focused on outcomes other people's opinions social media records rankings, seedings predictions that's prey mindset you're looking around you want to be in the present you want to focus on what's going on in front of you yeah, I mean, and when it comes down to it, rankings and all that stuff, that that's cool and fun, and you know, going to talk about with your friends and your, your for your parents to brag about or whatever. But when it comes down to it, they don't help you when you go in that match. There's been plenty right. of guys that were not ranked very high that done very well. Yeah, no, so. absolutely. Now, with I'm curious with with um Tony Robbins. So, did you guys spend a few hours together? Was it a few days? How did that? Was it an ongoing thing? Well, I, 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 the first day it was about an hour, and then uh, I went to one, I went to one of his uh, his events, yeah. and and yeah. um, and then actually he came and did a guided meditation for me the night before the fight. He came up and talked to me and went through a thing, kind of did a whole thing where he's like, "So, uh, okay, I want you to do a meditation, close your eyes, and tell me about the most important thing, the best thing that's ever happened to you in your life. Now, don't tell me about it. Don't say anything. Just think about it." And when we went through five things. And I go, he's like, okay, now open your eyes. He said, does any of those have anything to do with fighting? And I went, no, no, they don't. So then just go have fun, go, go have a good time. And I'm like, you know, you're right. It, you know, it's one of those things. You know what? Yeah, you're right. I go on, go on. And I went out, I had a great fight, I had a great time. That's awesome. You know, I, I love his stuff. A lot of people don't realize, but when I started building Wrestling Mindset, I went through my mom's whole personal power series on Tony Robbins. So I was scribbling. Yeah. I actually did, I was, I was um, a sophomore at Rutgers University, and this is back in the tape days, right? That I put the tape in the right. car. It's dangerous. You should, I don't recommend anyone do this, but I was taking notes. I was looking at the road, but with my right hand, I was scribbling the notes to the personal power series about all, everything Tony Robbins was talking about. But one of the cool things he had on top of the tapes there was, um, there was a workbook, and I noticed this was my mom's workbook. She only did like the first five lessons, but in my mind, I said, those lessons, that's what the key to success is. So we made the mindset program. I took a lot of Tony Robbins information and created wrestling-specific exercises, like similar to the stuff he had, but I wanted to make it specific to sports. So it's pretty cool. You know, I have a lot of respect for him. He's got a lot of great stuff. 
Yeah, and that's why that's actually why Hack said he used a lot of his principles. Uh, my my trainer, Chan Hackleman, used a lot of his uh, principles to train me. That's why we he started talking to Tony in the first place to have him come out and visit me. Yeah, yeah, that's it's Tony's crazy. a great dude too. I, I've been yeah. known him for years now, and he's a, he's a good he's he's a good man. God, it's awesome. That's awesome. I'd love to tell him sometime that I used a lot of his program to format our sports mindset programs because man, it's great. He was such an inspiration for me. But not it's that's great stuff. And how many athletes are saying it's ninety percent mental, but then they're training only they're training ninety percent physical. Well, you gotta kind of like bridge that gap, right? Like making sure we're working on both. All right, exactly. I mean that, that it's very important. You know, and I and I do a lot of stuff with uh talk about talking talk to guys and I and I, I've always been as a as a coach, I'm kind of a little bit lazy that way is I don't wanna I tell guys I don't wanna deal with the guy that's not mentally tough because I don't wanna because it's hard to teach. And, and sometimes something that's that, that mental toughness is not is not an easy thing to to build, but but it's also something I you know I've learned and I always had this theory about it, but I always, I think I've uh, you know I've, I've learned it's one of those things. It's, it's an everyday thing. It's not a sometimes thing. You can't turn it on and off. I try to tell guys all the time: you, you can't quit and practice because you're tired, and expect to not do it when you're tired in a fight. Exactly, um, and I'm not talking about you know, hey, take it easy because you're you, okay. You, but you're the only one that'll know. Do you, are you taking it easy because you, you you don't want to get hurt because you're just being careful, yeah. or are you taking it easy because you're tired? Are you and you know, wait, wait yeah. you're the only one that can know for sure if you give up because you're tired or you let let it go because of, you're too tired or if your body gives out. You're the only one that knows that for sure. But yeah. if you continue to do it, you're not going to win. You know, you, you have to, you have to you have to learn. I mean, you have to teach yourself, and it's an everyday thing. It's not a it's not a sometimes thing. And and I think when if you start doing that about other things, you, you can. And I always I read a lot on teaching it too. Now nowadays, I got interested a little bit, but but you know, it's one of the things. If you start just with simple routines and start building, you can build up that from just you know not break not you, you promise yourself you're going to do this. I always talked about paying the piper when we were going because we go you know what you got to do tomorrow so no right. matter what you do today when it you know you go out tonight i got my buddies hey you want to go out go ahead i don't care fighters want to go out and party where you show up tomorrow yeah and you give me 100 <laughs> yeah you go show up tomorrow and you give me 100 percent. if yeah. you don't then maybe you can't do that next time don't do that next time because you can't do it but pay the you gotta pay the pipe you know you you know what you, you know what you gotta do the next day get up and do it um but yeah. you know it's one of the no, I think you. I think you nailed it there. You're right that it's that's an all the time thing. A lot of times, people they compartmentalize it, and you're and you're saying no. You're like you don't compartmentalize. It. But if you, you can't, you're not going to turn it on. The problem is if you're not, you're not going to be. You can't turn it on and off. Uh, at will, you, you when it, when it's time gets really tough, really hard, it's going to either it's either going to be there or not. If you got to question it, then you know it might not be there for you. Maybe it will, yeah. you know, some, some people, maybe they can turn on, but certain things, you know, you keep, you're better off the more consistent you are with it, the better you are. But, you know, you, if you can't quit, quit in practice, you're probably going to quit in a fight. Hey, you're a heck of a mindset coach, Chuck. That's exactly what we're saying to the people too, that only you know deep down why you're not putting out the full effort, right? It's so like we tell them that now make sure, 
write it down on paper. What is it? Is it, is it because you're afraid of getting tired? Is it because you're lazy? Like actually having them write it down, taking that next step. But you're right. Only you know why you're not putting out that full effort. So if people aren't honest with themselves, forget about it. They're not going to be successful. I'd assume that was probably also a big part of um, your success, that even when times were tough and even when there was difficult things to deal with, you still were honest with yourself, I'd assume. Yeah, like, oh, I yeah, have. for sure. I mean, yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things. It's a mindset thing. I mean, Sammy Hansen's a good friend of mine, and he was yeah. training. He was coaching kids at Cal Poly, and he brings I, – I was wondering why he was bringing some of his wrestlers in to watch me train, train, get ready. I'm out of shape, you know, come, not, not any kind of fight shape. I say out of shape because I was, you know, I hadn't been training for a fight. It was, you know, 10 weeks out. You know, I'm just start, starting to start doing my hard stuff. And um, and he bring him in. I'm, why is he bringing these guys in? And I, I finally clicked in my mind. He he wants, he's, he's putting me through workouts that they've done and they've seen. And he wants to watch him. Look, at this is a, four, you know, this is a 40-year-old man right. uh, kicking your ass on this on this workout. And and he, this is the first this is the first day of camp, and he wanted to be able to show him that. And see, this is this is this is what you want to be. You want to be him. You want to be a champion. That's what you got to do. You know, right. so it was it was kind of kind of cool. I'm kind of oh, that's kind of cool. You know, but no, you're you're right you, on that. You get those you get those examples from guy, guys like guys like me like that. You get that without even trying. I mean, I, we did. A, I went and wrestled with Cal Poly practice. Just went to wrestle with the guys, and they did. A, we did. A, competition at the end where you, you basically it was 10 different stop 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 and go things where you know if, if however many you won you got so if you lost all 10 you had to do 10 10 sets of the sprints but if you yeah. if you won all 10 you got you didn't have to do any well i won yeah. all 10 and yeah. i ran all 10 and then was like what why are you running uh why are you both running i want because i'm not letting you outwork me exactly Exactly. I, ne I never let any, I never let anybody outwork me. I mean, when, right. I in, when I was in high school, I had a my wrestling coach. He wrestled for the police Olympics or whatever the Olympic team or whatever their their thing was, and at my same weight. And he actually made the mistake of challenging me for 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 conditioning, and um, I mean, double double or nothing for conditioning, and and I I pinned him in the first period, and then I said okay, and then he said okay, we're, do we're doing double. They're like what? I was like, wait, we're, we don't have to. Do no, we're doing double. I, I'm, I won. We're doing double. So, and the whole team went to double. We did double conditioning. So, but like, that was the way I was. But I never want. I was always wanted to be in better shape than the guys I was, I was wrestling. When I back and back and I, I wasn't. I wasn't the best technical wrestler in, in high school. But then I didn't have a lot of technique, so I needed to be in better shape than needed to be. Yeah. No, and that's and that's why Sammy Henson brought his wrestlers around you because a lot of a lot of people think they're tough until you actually get around the best in the world and you realize there's a whole nother level to this and I could really elevate my game. So that's why we tell all of our people all the time, you've got to study the best people in the world, right? That's why all these insights you're with us, your training, your mindset, like that is huge. I hope our viewers are taking notes. I, you know, that's, I love that. That's one of the reasons I loved having Sammy around. He came out late in my career, but like. Man, he not 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 to mention his technical thing, but he just his his mindset and his his he, man he he's really 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 fun to have around. Keep keeps you keeps you on your toes. That's great. That's great. Uh, awesome stuff, Chuck. Hey, I really appreciate. It. I could do this all night, but great. I thank you for coming on. Thanks for all the great tips you've shared. Like I said, I hope all of our viewers you get to study from the best in the world, listening to his mindset and what he does to train. 
man, that should just fire everyone up. Everyone should be ready to go for a run now. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. I appreciate it. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. All right. Nice talking you. to you. Stay safe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.